0: Log Talk Radio. So Creator, Mother, Father, God, source, all the one, all that is, may the ancestors hear our prayers. Ancestors, 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 we call out to you during this time of tumultuous and alarming change and ask you to guide us to our courage, confidence, and compassion. Enable us to heal from the past, to be open to the future, and embrace the present. Grant us the ability to willingly shed old skin and take the necessary risk to write a new narrative for ourselves and for our world. And most importantly, enable us to place our heads below our hearts to put people over profits and to love others. For in doing so, we are remembering to love ourselves good evening and welcome to wisdom walk talk here on black hole radio and my youtube channel wisdom walk to self-mastery i am your host and guide judge Pan maria and the fiery essence that came out of the water to be a vessel for the divine now scientifically the eye of the storm is believed to result from bands of vapor-filled air rotating around the common center and creating the calmest part of the storm with skies mostly clear of clouds, wind, and rain. Spiritually, the eye of the storm is the result of our human capacity to access inner peace. Join me in May, the first Earth month of 2022, a time for receiving support and embracing self-love as I provide wisdom and guidance through two live broadcasts and accompanying videos on how to create your eye in the postmodern storm of pandemic, threat of nuclear war, climate change, and humanity insanity. Tonight, I'm concluding my spiritual spills for May with loving yourself first. But first, just a reminder that when I am broadcasting live, like tonight, you can listen through this phone number if you have a problem with your internet or Wi-Fi connection. That number is 563-999-3089. I will be uploading a video of the May broadcast to my YouTube channel, which is Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. And you can ask questions or share comments on my Facebook page, Wisdom Walk Radio, my Facebook group, Wisdom Walk Community, my website, www.wisdomwalk2selfmastery.com, or in the comments section below the YouTube video. So right now, I invite you to sit or lay back and join me for this exploration of our inner landscape where we can connect to our soul and discover the true treasure of being human. Wow, folks. Wow, wow, wow. To all you wisdom walkers out there, we have a very special night. We've got a full moon in the sign of Scorpio that is also going to be experiencing a total lunar eclipse. And in the Native American world, this moon is called a flower moon, but tonight at nine eleven Pacific time, work it out from there. Uh, it's going to be turning red. Yeah, indigenously we say this is the the unleashing of the red dragon of change. Yeah, so um, it will start at seven forty p.m. Um, Pacific time, and it's going to last for about four hours to go through all of the change. So just know that this is a really important night to set some very wise intentions for the change that you would like to experience in your life. And eclipses that are total means that this is like radical change, deep change. So We want to accept whatever is showing up in our lives right now and understand it, believe it, accept it as something that is really, really necessary for where it is that we are moving to into the future. I also want to mention that the horrific, horrific mass shooting that happened in Buffalo, New York at a grocery store that happened to be located in a predominantly black neighborhood it's just one of 198 mass shootings in the United States just as of this year. So in the first 19 weeks of this year, 198 mass shootings. What is the message in that? What is going on? And I just would like all my listeners to just hold that. What is the message in this level of violence, so frequent, so horrific, in the United States. And definitely, we're saying prayers for the families, all the families that have been affected by the loss of loved ones in this extremely horrific and traumatic way. And we also pray for the perpetrators, for the shooters, because clearly, these are people in so much pain, they only know how to transfer it. And it's, being transferred in a very deadly manner, yeah. So I'm going to share with you now the elemental wisdom for the this week that just came through on Saturday the 14th. And then I'll also share for Saturday the 21st and Saturday the 28th so that you'll have it for the rest of the month. So this Saturday we slammed into a mineral week in this earth month. And the opportunity is about remembering your purpose. Allow the power of love to remind you of who you truly are, what you really want to do, have, and be in your life. Follow your heart and soul to take the necessary risk to experience your true power and uniqueness. Yes, very lovely. And then we jump. We float into next Saturday, a water week in this Earth Month, and the opportunity is for releasing what can no longer support your new journey that you're now on. Call upon the power of love and the element of water to enable you to peacefully and gently bid farewell to the people, places, or things that once sustained you. Express gratitude for these were essential contributions you received to your healing and growth, but now you've outgrown their energy and it's time to make room for the new energy that is about to show up for you. Embrace vulnerability. Embrace the unknown. Say yes. Yeah, lovely, lovely, lovely. And then last but not least, to round out This tumultuous change, radical change we're going through on Saturday the 28th, we twist and turn into a nature week in this Earth Month, and the opportunity is welcome change. Yes, be courageous. Open the door fully to the new transformative challenges and learnings which the universe is providing in answer to and in support of your prayers, intentions, goals, and annual commitments receive the power of love and the supportive and playful energy of the nature element to experience the more of who you are. Yes. So we go from this remembering purpose to letting go of what can no longer serve us, having to embrace the unknown. And then we get to welcome all the change that is here and that is coming. So I hope that is of service to you to navigate through the ending of this month, the last half of May. Now, just as a reminder, next Sunday, May 22nd, is the monthly Earth Day. And on the website, www.earthday.org, you will see the Canopy Project, where they are working with global partners to reforest the planet. And they're asking for financial contributions. You can do as little as a dollar. I think I did about $25. And it's going to help with getting the forest and the trees back into balance. So and you'll see that again, it's called the Canopy Project. Also, they're doing what's called Fashion for the Earth, which is a movement to get signatures so they can go to Congress and say, we need to really get industry, the fashion industry, to be more responsible for how it is contributing to the landfills and the waste um, that is going on on the planet. And so they're asking for what's called fast fashion model. I mean, um, to get rid of the fast fashion model and to return to more sustainable practices in sourcing, production, distribution, marketing, and consumption. So you can find the petition there. And again, that's www.earthday.org.com, I mean, org. And as a reminder, all together we can make this planet habitable for the seventh generation that comes after us. Thank you. Thank you for listening. All right. Into my spill for tonight. Um, Here's the overview. I'm going to be once again talking just about the creating your eye in the storm, what I mean by that, why it's so important, and then how this next step, because last week I talked about letting in, um, letting go, letting in, and this next step is loving yourself first, and then I will share with you how you can make a personal contribution for collective healing in the form of a earth ritual yeah my two quotes for tonight the first one is from mr gregory s williams and he said on the other side of a storm is the strength that comes from having navigated through it raise your sail and begin yeah yeah i love that And then the second one is from Helen Keller, Keller, who I quote a lot. And Helen said, although the world is full of suffering, it is also full of the overcoming of it. Yes, yes, yes. So wonderful. So, creating your eye in the storm. We are in such a time of great change that... It's very easy to be in reaction to all of this fear-based, you know, upsetting, disturbing, traumatic events and information that are going on. And we continue to be in the middle of a pandemic. It is not over yet, folks. No, we want it to be, but it's not. So it's a very, very, very difficult time to feel like you wanna wake up in the morning and be here and do things uh, safely. Uh, So this kind of anxiety that it can cause can really have you be very, very off-center and unconsciously so. So it's really important that we recognize the need for and that we have the ability to create a grounding space for ourselves or what I call your eye in the storm, yeah. And the three parts of that is that you you have to first accept that this mess, this disruption, this great change, you really don't have any control over. Really don't have any control over. Yeah, it requires a surrendering to a greater order and direction. Next, it's wanting to. Being willing to, let me say that, being willing to shift up your consciousness and perception about human and natural chaos as being, you know, the last things that should be happening to it being divinely purposeful. Yeah. So in other words, there is meaning behind the pandemic, behind the war in Ukraine, behind even that the next shooting that happened in Buffalo. If there's a message and meaning behind it. And so we want to be able to, as I said, shift up our perception to begin to open up and learn about that. And for us personally, for yourself personally. And the third piece is to understand that every storm has this inner place in it, this, this, this neutral ground. And that's where we want to get to. We want to get to this inner peace in the storm. Because at some point, the storm is going to vanish. The storm is going to go away. And we want to be around so that we really get to experience, as I said in the first quote, you know, the strength that has come from navigating through these kinds of times. So we want to get to the other side of it. And so the best way to do that is to know that we can create our eye in the storm. So loving yourself first. This is the next step in living this eye in the storm. So let me share my personal story um, because I had to do that at the beginning of April. And I'd mentioned that in my second video that I came to be aware that I was totally exhausted, more exhausted than I thought and in ways that I didn't think. And the message came to me in the way the message came to me was because my blood pressure got out of control. Um, no matter what I did, it was spiking high. I was taking one pill in the morning, one in the afternoon, one at night, and it was still not enough. So I realized that, okay, there's something going on here. I don't wanna to have to go to the hospital. Something's gotta give. And I was also just an emotional wreck. Like trying to send out an email, it, listed it tears from me. I just felt totally overwhelmed by everybody and everything. So thanks to some wonderful, wonderful people in my life, I was validated in the fact that it's okay for me to take care of myself, to put myself first, that I didn't need to feel like I was going to be letting people down by telling them, I can't work with you right now. I got to take care of myself. Uh, It was okay for me to set a boundary in terms of how I work with people. It was okay for me to schedule people based on when I felt, at my strongest, to contribute my gifts, my talents, and my genius at the time of day that worked best for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I tell you, to get to that, get to creating my inner and my outer self-care process, I. it was really hard. It was really hard because I was being very codependent. I was being very much um, thinking that I was totally responsible for people's well-being. And so what this all came down to is I had to accept that I was not God. Yeah, I am not God and that anything I'm doing, I'm doing through the power of God, but I'm not God. <laughs> like, I'm this human being who got overwhelmed Um, you know, even my brain was tired (laughs) and, you know, I'm a, I'm a diva geek. And so having a a shaman diva geek, and so using my brain is essential for me. Right. But it was just, I was just totally, totally, totally exhausted. And so once I accepted that I was a God and once I realized, okay, you've got to do something radical, otherwise you are going to go to the hospital. I sat down and I wrote out what I called my daily wellness routine. And I made a commitment to be willing to stick to it and to go with it for at least 40 days before I felt like, oh, I'm good, I'm back. No, I was like, no, 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 this is going to take some time, so let's let's keep going. Let's, you know, make a long-term commitment, which I did. And to make a long story short... And, you know, some of the things I did were, like, I realized, like, what's my personal body clock? How much time do I need to be sleeping so that I can do things when I'm awake to the best of my ability? Um, What's the best time of day for me to be, to have the most energy? What are the foods that I need to be eating and how do I need to be eating them to get the nutrition that I need, you know. So it came down to things like that. But I actually wrote things out in a schedule um, because I wanted to make sure I wasn't, when I got pulled off of it, because I knew that was going to happen, I had something to go back to. Um, So I did it in hourly or uh, tri-hourly blocks of time. But I knew that I had something I could see and remind me that I had to really take on this daily wellness routine. And one of the first things I would do when I would work up, wake up in the morning is go get on my couch and do my meditative inspiration time, being just still and allowing my body to continue to take its time to wake, wake up. I'd make my tea. I love British um breakfast tea. I'd have my tea and I would read these inspirational quotes or listen to some binaural hemi-sync meditation but it would be like I gave myself time to let me reconnect with my body after coming out of my dream time and that was something I used to do years ago but for some reason got crazy and drifted away from that but I picked that back up. I also decided that I only needed to really give output for four hours during the day. And the other four or other eight hours that I was awake would be time I would use to do my inner and my outer self care. Yeah. Um, so through the grace of God, I was able to really stick to this routine. And I can report to you that after the end of a six-week period, which this is, I am about 75% back into balance. And it's been a long time since I've been in balance. So that's 75% right now. Um, But wow, what a difference, what a difference. And people have remarked that to me. Wow, you sound so much better. You look so much better, you know. Um, But it came out of, You know, me loving myself first, saying I have got to take on in acting and demonstrating to the universe that I am worthy of loving myself. Now, the other process that goes on when you really give more time to yourself than you're doing giving out You begin to become more conscious of your stuff, your issues, your blocks, your barriers, your emotional pain that you've been ignoring or haven't been tending to, um, or where in your life you need to be growing, but you've been putting it off or ignoring it, right? So it wasn't just going into this daily wellness routine. It was also being willing to go on an emotional healing journey, and a spiritual one too, to allow whatever embedded emotional pain was blocking me from really being able to take care of myself, that needed to come up and out, needed to come up and out. Um, And so I was willing to be on that journey and to allow that to happen and give myself the time and the space and the support for that to happen. Now, I've been doing this work on myself, this self-mastery work for over 25 years. Um, So I know a lot of things to do to support that. And I'm very blessed to have a core group of people that I can be vulnerable with. I can talk my authentic self with, and some of those people are members of my family. I'm very, very blessed to have that. So all of that in combination, is what I've been using to make sure that I am loving myself first. From the revelations that I got by allowing myself to feel that pain, that embedded pain, um, I was able to realize that, uh, you know, because this was blood pressure. So the first thing you think about is I'm going to stroke out and die, which you should because it's, it's that serious. Um, And they call hypertension the silent killer because usually you're not going to be conscious of when your blood pressure is running so high. I know I wasn't. When it goes low, I feel that because it makes me dizzy. I feel like I'm going to pass out. But I couldn't understand it high. I'm happy to report to you today by taking on loving myself first. I now can feel and I can sense when my blood pressure is running high. And I now know that my blood pressure machine is not my god. <laughs> it's not my torture machine. You know, you see a high number and you just go crazy. What it is, it's my ally. It's there to support me and help me realize when, if I get a high number, the three things I need to do. One could be I need some more water. Maybe a little dehydrated. Maybe I didn't. I forgot to eat enough. That's number one. Number two is I may just need to be. Laying down on that couch, on my bed, because I'm overtired. I have put out energy, but I haven't given myself a break or a rest, right? Then the third one, the most important one, I think, is when I get a high blood pressure reading, if it's not those other two, or it could be those two, it could also be this, the negativity, my pain body has taken over and it's created anxiety in me that is just driving me crazy, And so that means I need to pray. That means I need to go in, connect with my God, connect with my divinity, get to that I in the storm, get to that inner peace so that I can get myself back into balance. So I share all of that with you just as an example of what loving ourselves first is about, where we have to really Take ourselves out of what we know, what we've been doing, and or reconnect ourselves, stop doing what we're doing in the way we're doing it, and reconnect ourselves to what we know is required for us to be healthy, happy, healthy, happy, healthy, happy, and in balance. So the personal contribution for collective healing that I want to suggest to you on this Full Moon in Scorpio, Total Lunar Eclipse Night. Um, From the last time, having identified one aspect of your life that has outlived its usefulness to you and having contemplated why you are continuing to live in this way with yourself and or others, I now ask you to identify your new way of thinking, feeling, speaking, or relating to others and yourself that will give you grounding despite whatever is going on around you and to you. Yeah. And that's what my daily wellness routine was about. That was me taking on a new way of thinking, doing, and feeling. Because out of that, other things showed up in terms of, that inner outer care. And, you know, my Instagram account got hacked and someone took up my persona, created a, um, uh, what are they called? Create an account using the Jojapah name. And so a couple of people had said to me, did you send me a message on Messenger? Because I never use Messenger or anything, right? And my um, Instagram name isn't Jojapah. It's Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery and uh so i realized okay i've been hacked and let me change up the passwords you know do whatever i have to do but what's interesting is that normally that would just set me off oh my god i'm a fire person oh my god that would just set me off but you know what it didn't bother me i was like oh how interesting hmm i'm going to take that as a compliment somebody wants to be me now What walks with me, if you got a take on that, that's a whole other story. So I know that you really don't know what you're trying to do. So I will forgive you and pray for you because, um, yeah, but I also took it as a compliment. So, again, that I in the storm, despite whatever's going on around me, I don't have to go into a reaction. I don't have to take on somebody else's pain in order to be okay. So, after you do that contemplative exercise, and of course I'll leave it for you in the description box below this and on my my Facebook page, I want you to write those responses on a piece of paper, place it on your earth altar, remember, the yellow cloth, yellow candle, and items that are symbolic of Mother Earth, which we also call ting gong and ting balo. And when you feel ready, perform the earth ritual that you'll find in my book, Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery, In Chapter 18, page 179 is where the affirmation ritual starts. And um, if you don't want to use that, that's fine. You can do your own. Because by connecting to Mother Earth in a sacred manner, you will be valuing your existence and recommitting to being here now on purpose and in alignment with your higher purpose. Yeah wonderful. So that's for our earth ritual. So finding that eye in the storm, letting go, letting in and loving yourself first so that you're going to be here when the storm is gone and you're going to be in a better, better position. It's going to be so wonderful. Now, my Sarah saying for tonight again is your body is a neon sign as to what is going on in your spirit and your emotions. Yes, and I would add, and also what's going on in your world. So I am closing out tonight, as always, thanking my wonderful, wonderful engineer, Miss Yvette Parker, and the entire Black Hole Radio Be Well family. I couldn't do this without you. Thank you for giving me platform and support in the loving way you do. Thank you for supporting me through my April hiatus and hopefully I'm back and we'll be good to go for uh, the rest of the year. I also want to shout out to all my regular listeners out there and those of you who have wisdom walked with me before and you know who you are, to my family on both coasts and in the middle of the country, to my spiritual kin everywhere, my transformational leadership colleagues, my medicine brothers and sisters around the world, and those who may be listening or watching in for the first time. Thank you. Big thank you. I couldn't do this without your interest and support. Now, this broadcast will be repeated on the remaining Sundays of May, and I'll also do the first one, of course. So for the 21st and 28th, that'll be covered. And I will upload the videos to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk 2 Self Mastery, before the end of the month. My next live broadcast will be on Sunday, June 4th, and I'll provide wisdom and insights on focusing on the opportunities brought by COVID. I don't know what the title will be, but that's kind of the content. I want us to start really looking at what is the treasure in all of this trouble. Now, just a reminder, I'll be live streaming my Astrological um, Wisdom. I call it Astrology for Self Mastery. You'll get notified by subscribing to my YouTube channel, clicking the bell to get all of my posts and messages. Great. The book. Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery, Ancient Wisdom for Transforming Pain, still available at uh, Amazon, on Kindle, Barnes and Nobles, and I am working on an audio version of it. And last but not least, I want to thank my God, my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me. He's my head to the sky, my feet to the ground, and my heart open to do this important work with and for all of you. So please, please have a healthy and safe mineral, water, and nature weeks coming up, remembering your highest purpose, embracing the unknown, and welcoming change continue to wear your mask. I don't care what the National Institutes of Health says. If you're on an airplane in a tightly closed um, space, you need a mask. If not for yourself, just thinking about other people because you can have one of an Omnicron and one of his brothers, a walking with you and you don't even know it. So anyway keep using your mask, it just makes sense. And if for some reason you have problems using masks then you have to strengthen your immune system, practice safe relating, and let's keep washing our hands and using the alcohol, that really does help. Avoid perceived safety, folks. Please, and embrace the science safety. And most importantly, do remember, you are not disposable. In fact, you're supposed to be here and you are divine. Good night now. Hope you enjoy Convergence, and and thanks again for sharing this part of your lives with us. It's been a real pleasure.